What's up and welcome to With Their Forces Combined, a D&D variant podcast where we explore the quaint town of Cattle Creek. You're listening to With Their Forces Combined. Combined. With Andrew Terkitsanis as your DM. With Corey Gray as Wayne Lefty Boncho. Alex Terkitsanis as Ernie Debruchet. And Tom Raddoat as Monty McFuzz. Last week, the detectives drew their weapons and entered the lumber mill when they noticed that it had been broken into. As they entered the office, someone behind the desk began to shoot at them. Ernie backflipped over their head and then realized that this was Bullseye. Remember Bullseye? One of the three missing people from earlier in the story. And at this point, he wasn't missing. Bullseye explained how he had been attacked by some lightning shooting thing, managed to escape and made his way back to the lumber mill for a change of clothes and his spare gun. He explained that they had been camping out here for a while before they went to the authorities. After the encounter, Ernie decided to look up Thunderbirds in his Myth and Mythos book and found that the page had previously been creased. I told you you'd love how this unfolded. Is uh, Buster Baxter, like, still there? Yeah, yeah. And so is Officer Hatfield. Okay. Yeah, I do remember that. Basically what had just happened is Bullseye had offered to take you to the spot where... He woke up, but he'd only go with you guys. He doesn't want to go by himself back there. Monty just spoke with Officer Hatfield, basically saying that he doesn't trust this guy because the other two ended up dead and this guy showed up alive. And that yeah, if you follow them, Monty wants to be a little careful. All right, Buster Baxter partner. We're going to confer for a second before we decide to follow you. So uh, what do you guys think? What should we do? I know Monta here uh, showed a little bit of, um, he wants to proceed with caution if we're following Bullseye around. And I can't say I blame him. I completely agree. I think I can't decide which is more important, to go to the library to see who checked out this book or to follow this guy who's probably deceiving us. I mean, there's, uh, so we could be walking into a trap, but I mean, if you know it's a trap, is it really a trap? I mean, probably. <laughs> yes, I think by definition it is still a trap, but... Okay, I walked okay. into a trap three times, and every single time my paw got stuck, friend. That's all I gotta <laughs> tell you. All, all I mean is, the on the off chance that this isn't a trap, this there could be some real evidence here. Yes, I agree. Yeah, and it's all about mindset, Monty, my friend. Maybe the trap was trapped with you. Well, uh... What? I never know. A lot of things <laughs> happened in the war. And Monty stares off into the distance. So... So it's settled then. Yes. What, <laughs> why don't you tell me... Why don't we say what we think is settled at the same time? <laughs> and that way we can make sure we're all on the same page. Perfect. <laughs> We're going to 
We're going to follow him follow into the desert. Follow him into the We're no, going to fall into a trap. <laughs> fall into the desert. At trap. this point, Monty's like so confused. He's got his aid intelligence just like just came back from his flashback. Just like, what are they even talking about? <laughs> Sorry, do you guys not know what together means? Or I, I'm, I'm a little confused here. Um, how prudent do we think it is to follow him right now? Can we take him with us to the library? I am more interested in who checked out this book. Hmm, well, I mean, I would like to know as well. I'm not much of a book learner, but given that you are a man of the words as well as, well, Mr. Lefty Wayne Poncho here, I I think if you two think that'd be wise, it would possibly be. Then again, anyone can write a book. <laughs> Wait, do you mean anyone can write a book or anyone can write any name down in a book if they check it out? Well, I mean, not anyone. I... And uh, I mean, I can't read all books, to be honest, but but most books, <laughs> eventually. But aren't the uh, bookkeeping records usually found in the book themselves as to who checked them out? Hmm. Oh, come on. Really? That's a good point. Er- Ernie looks at the front of the book. Yeah. And you see that <laughs> dusty crack jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, actually? Oh, my God. <laughs> Because I assume no, right? Like that would be that would be no, that'd no, be a no. big win. No, that's so funny. No, there's 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 no name. There's no names in the book. I fi- I figured Ernie would have. That's why I was so pissed. Because I figured like <laughs> if that was actually the answer, come on, you got to give that to Ernie. If you won't give that to me. What do you mean? All Ernie does is steal books. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like uh, it's probably like common practice for him to just take the little leaflet thing out of the front so that if anyone ever checks, they don't look like stolen books. <laughs> well, and the other thing I was going to say, uh, well, I mean, that's true for missing persons, but they say the first 24 hours is crucial. And, uh, well, I don't know how long this guy's been missing, but my point is the longer we wait, the, the more stuff could start disappearing. Yes, I guess we can't really change who checked out this book. Uh, so maybe it is not that time sensitive uh, of information to, uh, for us to have. I think we should follow up with the librarian, though, because the other thing is, uh, you know, people can look at books in a library and not just not necessarily take them out. Monty pretends to think, but nothing's going on. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of just looks between you two. Well, if we are all agreed, then we should follow this man, Mr. Baxter, to wherever it was Mr. he man. woke up. His name's Mr. Man. <laughs> all right. Good news then, Bullseye. We believe you. We're going to be uh, following you out there. But don't make any hasty moves, and you're going to have to walk with these uh, here handcuffs around here, aren't you? Well, that seems fair. That would make it a little less likely he's going to run on us. Yeah, no trouble. I, I, I just don't want to go by myself. No trouble at all. I'm sorry again for shooting at you, officer. I, di- I didn't know that. I'd never seen these folks before. Monty, like, leans into to Ernie and goes, whispers in his ear, like, I don't know, Ernie. I, I never make a habit of trusting men who shoot bullets at me. It's a good rule to live your life by, my friend, but uh, I think sometimes we have to carefully observe these men who shoot bullets at us. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
And Officer Hatfield uh, cuffs Bullseye and walks him out of the lumber mill. I think Ernie says, uh, Officer, uh, if you would prefer, I can walk Mr. Baxter Man. Just Mr. Man. <laughs> I, th- I think. Uh, and she looks at Bullseye and goes, Yeah, that's right, Bullseye Man. Okay, but you... What? You're a Bullseye Man? <laughs> well, no, that's not my God-given name, but... Shit, people call me Bullseye. Oh, okay. Buster Bullseye Baxter Man. No, my first name's Sawyer, if you really prefer. Sawyer Buster Bullseye Baxter just Man. Bu- just no Baxter. S- no Buster. B-B-B-M. No, ba- Buster Baxter is in town. You, that's the other one. I guess it kind of looks like me, but that's... Uh, any- sure, Ernie, that'd be nice. You could take him. <laughs> I'd like to think that me being annoying about that was part of the reason she gave that up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm I'm following in the back too, I think. Probably just revolver out, not rifle though. No, you know what? I don't have any of them out. Monty's just walking normal. Yeah, lefty's weapons are holstered. We all draw very quickly, right? In D&D, that's one of the perks. <laughs> we all draw <laughs> true, weapons. Yeah. Like every time I say I have my weapon out in D&D, I'm like, I mean, you really don't have to based on <laughs> Yeah, but it's, it's more for flavor. Yeah, it's yeah, for yeah. flavor, exactly. Totally, 100%. And what's everyone's passive perception? 19. Uh, 10. 19. 13. Yeah, because I, I took observant, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so my passive perception is 19. My passive investigation is 18. So ridiculous. And I need to remember that because I keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> you guys walk for about a half hour west of the city following Bullseye and... You come up to a spot in the sand that almost looks like there's been a hole dug, uh, and Bullseye says, "That's it, right here. Th- this, this is where they took me. This is where they took me." And I just, I, I, I didn't really know where I was looking, but yeah, this is a hundred percent. This is where it was. And Monty and Lefty, you can give me an investigation check if you'd like. Ernie, you are one hundred percent certain that this is where you guys fought the skeleton dragon. Okay. <laughs> well, that's that's a one investigation. <laughs> I, I guess plus four. You're lost without the stars to guide you here. What exactly do you remember from when you woke up there, cowpoke? Uh, when I woke up, uh, no, not much. I was again, I was butt naked in the desert, and uh, I, I just, I just ran. I just ran to the lumber mill. I could see, you know, you kind of see the town outskirts over there, and uh, yeah, I, I, blank is a. Rose bush in winter, as they say. When was this? Well, shit, I don't know. I've been scared shitless. I, uh, the last I slept, I'll tell you that much. But, like, in the last little while? I've been hiding out in the lumber mill. I had no idea what day it is. I had no idea what day it was, but it must be a weekend because there's no one at the lumber mill. So, okay, so Ernie's trying to put this together in his mind. Like, do I think that, like, I have to think that he woke up before we did the fight? Uh, why don't you roll an insight check? Sure. It's about 19. You think that would make sense, that him waking up before you guys fought this thing kind of works with the timeline. He said he's been he's been hanging out there for a while. It could have been after. Um, you fought this thing not last night, but the previous night. Right. So either he's been, depending on if he's been there for a day or... Um, two you could you could piece together whether or not that happens and and through exchanges of him 
uh, he would tell you that he's been in there at least a day. So you believe that this happened before you guys were there. And I'm assuming like there's no more blood at this place. Uh, no, you can still see some scattered blood. Yeah, but it's it's more, uh, especially to you, it's more apparent in smell uh, than in color. But it is uh, right now. Okay. Um, it's kind of buried in the sand because of the wind and sure. and you and you see like the it's it's not as dug down as it was when you were here. The wind has kind of evened it out a little bit. Sure, okay. So I think Ernie like swirls his quarterstaff around in the sand, trying to like bring out some of the blood visually. Yeah, you see, you do see that start to appear. And then he's like, "Is this your blood? <laughs> my blood? My blood? Am I bleeding?" Um, and he checks himself pretty thoroughly. Um, I don't think so. I, I don't think it's my blood. I think we did shoot him last episode. So maybe <laughs> he might be bleeding. Um, no, he's actually, he's healed himself. He's okay. healed himself. Yeah, yeah. So the question is, whose blood is it? Well, it could have been that, that uh, lightning thing. I think I got, I think I clipped it. You know, I hate to brag, but I mean, with my, uh, with my special gun, I never miss. Been uh, been a shame having to use this spare gun. Yeah, well, and you guys are quite strong too. But shit, I I mean, it's been a while since I missed. I thought maybe the lightning had something to do with it too. You know, shocked me out of uh, my my uh, performance. You know. Well, you said you clipped this thing, right? Did you notice which direction it flew off to? You know, I was I was gonna I was gonna, but then you know I got struck with lightning. It's like you weren't even listening to my story. <laughs> All I remember, shooting a shot, getting hit with lightning, and then waking up naked in the desert. Wait, you had... Uh, okay, interesting. Well, I, we've seen the place. I think uh, if you guys have nothing else, I, I'd like to get the hell out of here, because this, as you can imagine, this place gives me the creeps. I've shown you, you can come back now on your own. I, I'd, like, I'd like to go now, please. Monty would kind of look to you two and be, well, I mean, that's all right with me, friends. I mean... Unless, do we need him for anything else? I can't think of anything right now. Uh, Officer Hadfield, would you prefer to stay or go? Well, if you guys want to do your own thing, uh, I could take him back into the sheriff's office and uh, we can go from there. If that's what you feel is right. Ernie's trying really hard not to give her an order. (laughs) (laughs) And as she's uh, walking away, um, I'm going to roll for her you folks think it'd be a good idea to maybe keep this on the down low? Yes, absolutely. Till we sort out uh, what's going on here, uh, let's not tell anybody we found Bullseye. I agree. This, this should stay quiet. Any of y'all got a spare hat? <laughs> Monty would never give up his hat. <laughs> I said spare. Do I have a hat? Yes, yeah, sir. That was me thinking out loud, by the way. <laughs> like, I was literally going like, Woody, and then I was like, nah, that was, that's not what Monty would do. I, I think everybody's got a hat. Everyone has to have a hat. Okay, then I'd give mine up for sure. Okay. Thank you, Arnie. She puts it on, brim down low, and uh, starts walking towards the city. Lefty's costume swiftly falls apart if he gives up his hat, so. <laughs> He's got a 10-gallon head, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to know how swiftly it falls apart. <laughs> Unbelievably. <laughs> like, like that's I, I the... could describe it, but you would not. Okay. Yeah. Feasibly understand it. My brain would scramble. I got you. Yeah, exactly. The way I see it right now, we have a couple 
I was going to say we have two courses of action, but I still think we have like two or three other courses of action from like earlier today and yesterday and the day before. So <laughs> I'm just going to list all the courses of action that I can remember. Number one, we wanted to go to the railroad at some point. Number two, we could go to the mountain itself in order to uh, see because it's very close to the or not very close but it's close to the mcdonald's which are giving me some sady vibes number whatever number i'm on sorry just to, to <laughs> clarify for you guys the mountain isn't that close to the mcdonald's it's like it's probably the closest part of town to the mountains Okay, but the mountains are like it, it, it's a mountain, right? It's it's quite a ways up the hill. <laughs> or, sorry, a, 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 it's quite a ways across, and it's like there's a waterfall that turns into this river, so it's still quite a hike. That's all. It's not just like right there is the mountain. Just so you know. Okay, it's not mm -hmm. feasible for that underground path to go up the mountain. It, that would be uh, pretty ridiculous. Okay, if that, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely that. Um, Okay, number whatever number I'm on, uh, we could go to the library and investigate who dog-eared this page very suspiciously in the book. Well, I think we said no to the railroad before because it's the weekend and nobody would be there. Is that right? This sounds right to me. Yes, I remember this now that you say it. Well, I guess that leaves another option. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted one of you two to say it dramatically. I was giving you a setup. <laughs> I guess we'll have to go to the library. <laughs> oh, am I going to have to admit that I stole this book? <laughs> oh, that's too good. Yeah, the wrath of the librarian is definitely making this the more scary option. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I suppose if we go to the library first, we might get a better understanding of what we're getting ourselves into up on the mountain. I nod. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> oh, it's so funny to me how much of a task it is going to the library. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys are venturing to the library. As you walk into the schoolhouse, you hear... Uh, sorry, which is the one in the same in this town. Yeah. You hear a tring, and then you promptly hear a shh. <laughs> I don't know if there's like a table by the door or like some desks or like an inconspicuous place to stow his bag full of all the books. <laughs> uh, not near the door, but there are like various tables around here. Uh, okay, cool. I think Ernie puts his bag down before he approaches the counter. Okay. And like... <laughs> I think like 10 steps from the counter, Ernie would be like, I can't do this. And just hand the book to Lefty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, I'll, I'll take it up to the librarian and I'll say, uh, yeah, I found this book out in the, I don't know, it was on a table in the, in, you know, the hotel. I was wondering if, because uh, one of the pages was mysteriously dog-eared. I was wondering if you had any records on who was looking at this before. Well, let's see. And she takes the book from you, flips to the front page, and sees... <laughs> oh, it appears that, um... Hmm, that's strange. That nobody's checked out this book. I don't understand how you found it at the hotel then, but... 
Must be some criminals afoot. <laughs> yeah. It's been a problem of ours as of late. I, I, I don't know. I've, I've counted a number of books that have gone missing over the past little bit. Anyways, thank you for returning it. Uh, and I'm sorry I couldn't have been of more help. Well, actually, if you don't mind, I'd like to, uh, to check this one out. Oh, absolutely, yes. Uh, please sign your name here. All right, and I'm signing David Girk again. Okay, uh, in the book, and, uh, and, the, and the please note the day, and uh, have it back in a week, or you'll be charged uh, a copper uh, every day that it's not back. Sounds like a fair deal to me. Thank you very <laughs> much, Mr. Girk. I hope you enjoy Myth and Mythos of Cattle Creek, a deeper history. Did you see anyone reading the book in the library? (laughs) (laughs) For the record, I did ask if anybody was looking at it, not if they just checked it out. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure the I'm sure the listeners at home. If I got that wrong, they'll they'll write in angry. I think, to me, I think either way, Ernie does like say that kind of loudly <laughs> from across the library. Uh, I can't speak to who I, people come in here all the time, and I'm just here by myself usually, so it's hard for me to uh, keep track of who's looking at what book. But um, well, do you have like an approximate date uh, that you're looking between, uh, Mister Officer? Uh, I'm, I'm looking to the other two. I do not have a date. My notes are the notes of a tiger person with eight <laughs> intelligence. They do not include <laughs> dates. Uh, it would have been around the last time we were here. Yeah, but like, that's in my notes, but it doesn't have a date with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yesterday, there, uh, just you folk were in yesterday. Yeah, not, not a whole lot of action on uh, Saturdays. I think at this point, Ernie just, like, comes out from behind the, the bookcase and goes, <laughs> how about Friday? Why do you, like, like if you just stood here and had a normal conversation with me, you wouldn't have to yell. And uh, it, we could stay quiet in this library. Instead of hiding behind bookcases and yelling at me. I'm going to look around. Is there anybody else in here besides us? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nobody else in here that you'd be disrupting. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant more like, well, he's standing there hiding behind the bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, none of us made perception checks. It was him that was yelling. Um, let's see, on Friday, um, well, it was mostly school kids in here, but, like, are you looking for sc- school children? <laughs> I, I can say confidently, no. Well, I don't know about confidently, but a tentative, no. <laughs> Oh, based on the ominous laughter that came from nowhere. <laughs> I guess, um... And she is going to roll a history check. With advantage, because she's a librarian. <laughs> Books are cool, kids. Boom. Well, now, I, um... Uh, I don't recall this week, but I, I assume that you'd be looking for some of the townsfolk. And, uh... Well, the only one that really stuck out as odd to me was when... Uh, one of the um, farmhands was down here the other day. What the hell was his name? Uh, was it Chuckles? Oh, that's it. Chuckles. <laughs> Chuckles, yeah. Chuckles was down here the other day. And I, I don't know. He, I don't normally see him. And that's the only reason that was weird. You know? Um, okay. So I think at this point in time, Ernie puts his hand paw. It's a hand. Anyways, down. Hand paw. 
on the uh, counter. And I think without meaning to, it's like accidentally very close to the librarian's hand. She backs her hand up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I know we have our differences. I'm always yelling at you from behind bookshelves. You're always telling me to sus and telling me that books shouldn't be. Uh, never mind about that. But I, I have no <laughs> issue with you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. I it, it makes it so much better. But anyone who dog ears a page of a book in my book has to go down. So I'm hoping <laughs> that you and I can be amicable and align on this. If you could do me that one favor. Uh, absolutely. But uh, I think you mean elephant ears. Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> nice Jim Withers callback. No. Dog ear, sometimes also referred to as wolf ear. Nice. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Okay. Interesting. And she uh, jots something down in her uh, notepad. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you for lowering your voice. It is appreciated. Uh, yeah, then I think I go back and grab my bag. And you successfully steal the books from school children once again. <laughs> That's not how I see it. Um, <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I don't know why you don't just check them out, Ernie. I mean, it, it, I, it was free. I didn't even pay a copper. Look, I don't want some kind of date that does. I find it so hard to be on this side of the argument. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't even give him my real name. <laughs> like, it's so easy to walk out with these books. <laughs> I morally cannot stand idly by while people get uh, copper pieces for taking a long time to read. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, fair enough, I guess. Is it? Monty, what do you think about this whole chuckles business? Hmm. I mean, I don't quite know what to think, to be honest. I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the world. It gets better every time. <laughs> so, okay, new pitch. Instead of doing different parody songs, do we just always do Simple Man but rebranded? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm not opposed. I mean, Sim simple, <laughs> simple I, I, cat. I think it's significantly worse, honestly. But it, I thought it was really funny, right there. Unless we do, unless we do, Thunderbirds or Go. Maybe that's maybe yeah, that's the there, next there you go. Now you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> did um, sorry, I'm just trying to remember. Did did Chuckles come back to the barn? Chuckles was missing this morning when you guys you you saw his bed was unslept, right? In, and you right, hadn't right. seen him. Well, I personally think this merits uh, looking into. What say you, Lefty? Well, I don't really know this Chuckles fella, but if you think he's uh, been acting weird, maybe we could talk to him? Well, I guess maybe not, because you don't know where he is, but... Man, working for the law is hard, says Monty. It really is. <laughs> it really is. Like, a surprising amount. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you told Lefty like what he was talking about in that tunnel uh, that one night. Ernie did go over that with you guys. I don't think that Alex explicitly did, but he said that Ernie had. Yeah, I heard uh, McDonald basically telling Chuckles that he needs to quit playing around and finish his job. 
Oh my god. Did Chuckles attack Buster Baxter? <laughs> um, where did we find Buster again? In the lumber, in the mill. lumber mill. And his name, I, I must stress, <laughs> his name is not Buster Baxter. That's why I honestly got confused for a second, because I was like, I know that's Alex's name from who? Uh, I'm who's sorry. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no worries. No, that was, it was worth the laugh. It was worth the laugh. <laughs> I needed that. Uh, just for everyone's clarification and sanity. His name is not Buster Baxter, it's Bullseye Man. <laughs> and it's going to be even funnier when you meet the Buster Baxter that I've now created in the world just because of your stupid joke. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely works for Tom LaDog. <laughs> um, yeah, I I really think that we should investigate this Chuckles business because it was very sinister. Well, I mean, if he was missing this morning... And he had the, you know, the Thunderbirds page elephant eared. Maybe he ran off to the mountain to try and find this thing. It's true. But on our way to the mountain, do we not think it might be worth it to check out that creepy underground hatch passage? Hmm. That's a bit risky, the only thing. Although we are still technically employed there, I suppose. I don't know if that makes it better or worse. It does feel a bit dishonorable, to be honest. That's the other thing on your guys' agenda today is to quit. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose we have to go up that direction anyway, so while we're out there, maybe check out the old hatch. Now, should we check out the hatch before we quit or after? <laughs> hmm. Well, I mean, that is a good question. I feel like morally, for my friend Monty here, it should be after. That's how I feel personally. But I also feel like if we tell him we're going to quit to work for the law, and then we're found investigating his little hats, that might be <laughs> a dangerous situation for us. Oh, I thought it was like you quit and then you steal stuff from the boss's house. <laughs> yeah, and that, I agree. That would be a very likely problem. The way I see it, we either just need to trust old McDonald and stick with our boss and be quiet about this whole thing. And Monty gets a little quiet for a moment. Or we gotta quit if we're gonna keep doing this. But it's dishonorable to betray someone's loyalty like that. I agree. So, I think then we should quit. Monty nods. Oh, Tom, you don't agree? I don't know. I feel like I don't know. This seems dangerous. But at the same time, like, yeah, I know the right thing to do, though, is definitely to quit. We gotta, we gotta, you know, finish the mystery that's what this is all about right apparently <laughs> see this is why i was always a soldier never an officer not good at making calls like this lefty you have no skin in the game what do you think well i suppose i do have a well, while i don't have a skin in this particular game i i have been shirking off my my regular work for some law enforcement here. I'm supposed to be releasing cows, and I don't think I've released a single cow. I don't know if that has some deeper meaning for you fellas. Well, I mean, it seems to me like if we quit our jobs that specifically prevents people from releasing cows, it would benefit you in some way. But as you said before, perhaps the cows are better off enclosed. That's true. Monty definitely lights up a tobacco <laughs> cigarette at this point. This is a this is a tobacco <laughs> cigarette moment. Yeah, actually, I don't think Ernie's like cunning enough to try and manipulate Lefty like that. Or he would think of it, but wouldn't be able to execute very well. well. I mean, I certainly would be appreciative if you quit your job, so it might make mine a little bit easier, but 
I don't know, that's not my call to make. Here's the thing, those Purpletons are coming tomorrow. Oh, rad, the Purpletons. And tomorrow we're supposed to go back to work. I don't know, this is this is difficult to solve. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, on the one hand, we quit our jobs. Morally, we, we have done a good thing. We might be walking into the belly of the beast, but we have upheld our honor. On the other hand... I don't know, but at the end of the day, we're also not very good detectives. It's true. I will concede that. Although, very recently, I got very observant, but it doesn't seem to have helped all that much. Look, at the end of the day, I am burning to know what who that McDonald was under the hats. I need to investigate that. I think we were planning on quitting today, and I think it is the right course of action, even if it will lead us into possibly a bit of danger. Maybe we should go ask Railroad Rodgers what she thinks. Railroad <laughs> 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 Oh, classic. Okay, here's another thought designed to push off an actual decision. <laughs> what about Willie Wilcox? We all got pretty good vibes from him. He is generally opposed to the McDonald's and might lend us some support should we need it. This might sound crazy, but maybe we should ask the librarian. She's got a lot of books in there and a lot of ethics. Hang on a minute. Are you guys wrangling up a posse to help you quit your jobs? <laughs> That's what it sounds like right now. Uh, I don't know if I can ask her to give me moral advice and then if we do would i take it or do the opposite out of spite and most importantly would you have to return all those books out of <laughs> ethics and morals <laughs> well, i mean obviously you'd have to return the books i i'm still all for quitting and exploring that passageway all right, so here's a plan. You guys go up to the McDonald's house, tell them you're quitting. In the meantime, I might, you know, unlock some gates, and then we go together to explore this hatch. <laughs> How's that but sound? Lefty, shouldn't you maybe be there on the scene just in case we get dragged down to this sinister hatch? Well, I suppose if uh, if we walk past a couple gates, maybe I unlock them on the way. And then, then perhaps I could come with you. I don't know if that would be a recommended idea for our very honorable <laughs> friend Monty would still be employed at that point in time. <laughs> hey, boss, I quit. <laughs> yanking down fences. I'm just saying, it, it'd be it'd be disrespectful to break in while we still work there for nefarious purposes. Yeah, I won't be breaking anything, I'll, I'll tell you that much. I can't wait for Lefty to open all the gates and then, like, the Thunderbird to immediately come down and kill all the cows. <laughs> <laughs> that would be heartbreaking, please, no. Don't know why it wasn't doing it when they were in their enclosements, but... <laughs> <laughs> Too bad there wasn't a bigger schoolhouse. We could all just go work there. Or the... Or the lumber mill. Listen, I would love to run the, the schoolhouse and the library. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a, a well-paying job. We we have a, the, the sheriff's job. We agreed to take on the position of deputy, and it pays a lot better than our farm job. Oh, also, I forgot we have another option. We could go see my friend Tom Ledong, like we said we were going to do a couple days ago. Let's go see Tom Ledong. He might have something to add. Yes. 
I agree. Okay, we shall push this decision a little bit more <laughs> and see if Tom Ledong's wisdom can help us make a call. Well, I suppose the cattle have been, you know, in prison for years. What's one more day? <laughs> he has always offered me wisdom in this trying time. And you guys mosey on over from the schoolhouse to Tom Ledong's house. As you approach, the, the people that haven't been here before, you see what looks like shag curtains <laughs> as you're approaching. You just kind of get this general weird vibe from it, Monty. I don't know that you do, Lefty. I guess I'll leave that up to you. I want to say that this is like common fashion for like a house in my world. I was going to say, uh, as you approach, you get this overwhelming sense of home inexplicably. And as you knock on Tom Ledong's door, you hear it open, and that's where we're going to end our session. Sweet. Cool. Nice. Tom Ledong, you're telling me that of all the people they could have talked to, they're choosing Ladong? Who you support completely, right? Fuck off, Bob. Now, wait a blink. When you say Tom Ladong, are you talking about the same Tom Ladong who wrote Reptilians Persist and Wall of Tall Rings? Hard to say. Tom Ladong is a surprisingly common name. Could even be an alias. Well, I don't think we need to be bringing J.J. Abrams into any of this. Well, good, because we're not talking about main battle tanks or sloppy endings, Polkadot. We are talking about whether or not Tom Ladong, who I trust completely, can be trusted. Well, obviously the real Tom Ladong can be trusted. I thought you were talking about a different Tom Ladong. You really should have been more specific. Ah, but wait a second, Blink. If we've been talking about the super cool Tom Ladong this entire time, that means we can't support the Knights of Time anymore. Well, actually, if you recall, Polkadot, Riley was just saying earlier that I would never forbid you from doing something. And I'm gonna have to add 180 more blinks and turn around on this one, Mr. Former Storyteller. There's even a small chance that the man who wrote Worst Gate and Pray for Weather off the Grid might be an enemy of the Knights of Time? Then I could never support their L-shaped trickery. Yeah, Tom Ladong is the best. Of course he is. <laughs> of course I agree. But, you know, just to play devil's advocate... Devil and a lawyer? All right, I'm listening. Enough! I'm sure Jimothy Withersby has a perfectly logical explanation for this. But I am growing tired and trying to finish this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a very good point, Detective. Because, you know, my explanation, it, it's got twists, it, it's got turns, it, it has ups and downs, you know, so... So, some of the time, people are explaining things that may not sound like they make sense, but they do in the end. And it, it's so good, you know, it's so long, and I don't want to waste anyone's time or, or disrupt your story uh, like like Bob here, like Bob always does. Jesus, Ice. That's right, Bob. Cool it. Well, all of us are cool in it on the fool in it. I hope you're listening to this christening. Because you're gonna love how this one unfolds. Hi, 
This is Ernie from the acclaimed podcast With Their Forces Combined. The guys wanted me to thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you liked the show, let them know. You could tell your spirit hawk to leave a sign in the sky. You could leave them a five-star review. You could follow them. You could subscribe to them. You could share it with your animal friends. Sow it to a squirrel. Sow it to a dolphin. Sow it to your friends. Maybe your friends aren't squirrels and dolphins. I'm just adding a third option. Or if you really like it, you can throw them some gold on their Patreon. I know they have some extra episodes incoming soon. You can also reach them on Instagram at WTFC.podcast. Cory likes to post his art there, and you can even find some extra words of wisdom from Mr. Storyteller. Thank you.